hey, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. That new Frank Ocean joint. Yeah, fire. All right. I like that record a lot, man. We are recording in three, two, one. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Grassroots Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button, be notified for the latest and greatest episodes, as well as be sure to make sure you subscribe or join our Discord, uh, where we talk gaming culture and everything hip-hop. Um, also, be sure... To, do we still have a newsletter? Is that still a thing? Yeah, that's still a thing, but we're still, okay. uh, yeah. I mean, we 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 used our newsletter for when we had events, but events. we haven't had any events. Had so maybe we'll so do weird. like a gaming night with, with followers and we can shoot that out. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what, <laughs> what we can shoot yeah, out we'll, we'll aside from it. episodes. That'd that's be good. fine. Yeah, right. Um, okay, I'm, I'm one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BH All. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. Quick note, Brandon, your teeth are extra white today. Is this <laughs> like a new why. camera? Like it's extra no. sparkly right now. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly don't know why. I look great though. <laughs> they all right. They not, not that white. What you mean? You got nice teeth too, man. It's all right. Don't hate. It's cool. Uh, you, uh, you need well, listen, but well, you need to curb your privilege on those. Wow. Uh, on, on those teeth. You curb your privilege with white teeth, sir. How? That's 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 ridiculous, actually. I'm Wilson. <laughs> And um, obviously, Nas isn't here, guys. We're, we're recording on uh, Father's Day. We wanted to give Nas a, uh, a the day off. So shout out to him. Happy Father's Day to Happy all the fathers Day, out Nas. there. Um, yeah. So before we get, well, while we get started, um, before we had gotten started into this episode, we were talking offline. I, I posed a, a question to the guys and, and girls here and said, hey, um, you know, what did you guys think about uh, LeBron's stance on going back to play basketball versus Kyrie's stance of, no, we want to fight these battles and we have uh, more pertinent things that we should keep our focus on. Um, so I guess we can pick up from there. Um, my, what I was saying is, is that um, I don't, I, I get, I kind of roll with, um, not even kind of, I roll with Kyrie. I was surprised that LeBron uh, took the stance of, no, let's get back to basketball. I, but I, I don't know why. I don't know if maybe that's his outlet to cope. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know really what, what the intentions was. What do you guys think? I mean, me personally, I think that they should return. First off, they're some of the healthiest people on the planet, so they're the least at risk. Number two... They can get tested real easily before every game. Everybody in the arena can get tested. Mm -hmm. So they're safe there. They're safer, they're safer playing basketball right now than they are taking a trip to the grocery store. Uh, so well, one, what makes you assume that all of them go to the grocery stores themselves? And also, uh, another thing too is we also have to keep in mind that 
doctors don't know entirely the full information around COVID. I think that we have to make that very clear because even healthy people have uh, had double uh, lung transplants and other stuff. Um, So even if you are healthy, you still can be impacted heavily by the virus. So let's just make that very, very clear. Uh, But what I will say is, honestly, like, I think that especially when it deal with COVID, uh, because we saw, for example, Major League Baseball, there were players that a lot of them tested positive for COVID once they were starting to congregate together and, and work towards be able to start up again. I don't think that the way that we are treating sports right now is the way that we should be treating it because we've never had to deal with a pandemic. The, the procedures and standards that we had before aren't, we're not prepared. And Mm -hmm. so I think that we really have to think smart about it. Now, I think that there's a good middle ground. I think there's a really good middle ground. And I know it's going to suck for some people, but like, I think the best middle ground is if you are looking to start up again, I think they should be spending from now till like the end of the year, really coming up with a very concise plan about how to continue your season, how you start your season with COVID still being around, because it's still going to be around even for next year until they find a vaccine. It's still going to be around. But I don't think that this is something that we should just nonchalantly just jump right back into it. I mean, look, they're just now finding more cases in California and it's been spiking up. Florida is slowly going to become the, the new epicenter. And so we have to be very smart about everything. And, and, you know, and I think that like, yeah, they're healthy. Like you said, Wilson, uh, they, you know, can, can withstand certain stuff. But this like COVID is a whole other beast and none of us were yeah. and are prepared for. Yeah, yeah, but but aside from them being healthy, the test, they can get tested right before the game. And it's accurate. So there's a 0% chance that they would get COVID playing basketball. Yeah, but see, so here's my the UFC, thing. The UFC's out Yeah, but look, you got you have to also focus in on this, right? Going into the arena to get tested. We don't know what they touched who they'd have have had encounters with, whatever the case may be, right? So let's say one of the players does go in and then test positive. Now, the same thing that happened before with, uh, what was the guy, the gentleman's name? I can't remember his name. Rudy. Rudy Same thing happened happened with Rudy where he was touching everything, joking around. You now have all these people that are coming out and infected. You still run the risk regardless of them going in. Now, do I think that they could you know, maybe have better ways of containing it now that they have, you know, a, a somewhat of a better understanding of, of how it works, maybe. But at the end of the day, they're still going to be at risk. Like any way you see it, there's just because we still don't know how it's, how it's, how it's being transferred. Like we only every, every day, um, you know, it changes in the news. You touch a surface 15 seconds, then it's like, oh no, it doesn't stay on surfaces anymore. Like, it's just like every day there's something new. Yeah, but but the one thing that we do know is that in their demographic, they're they're the least at risk. On top of that, there's the testing. Hey, if you don't want to go to work and you still want to get paid, I get it. But say that. Don't 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 try to act like you're afraid of this disease that didn't pan out to be what we thought it was gonna be. Well, but that's you know what I'm saying. I, I don't think I don't no one's scared of the disease. They're talking about the fight for, for police brutality. Like okay. that's what the stance is. I, I haven't really dealt or dove into anyone or or really that much even seen anyone saying that they were scared to go back. It's it's been really clear of hey, I want to go play basketball or hey, I want to go fight um, injustice. 
But it's fair if people are concerned and scared. I think that that's yeah. fine because there are people yeah. who live with people who are highly at risk, right? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. don't want to bring it back to a family member or a daughter or anything like that. Because yeah. we've seen, and the thing is like, we you can't fully trust everyone in terms of them being responsible. Mm-hmm. So if you have a sport where there's a lot of people involved, you can't that you can't trust that everyone's doing every single protocol that their family members are doing everything that they're supposed to be doing to make sure that they don't get, they don't get COVID. Yeah. Uh, the reason why, you know, it's probably a lot easier for UFC and, and boxing stuff is because there's, there's less people that ha- could even be in that area compared mm-hmm. to like a basketball team or a yeah. soccer team or a baseball team. There's a lot more people on the team and a lot more things that you have to manage. And people, like I said, they're not, People are not everyone in the world's responsible. So I, I I wouldn't I would be completely fine if someone is like, hey, I'm afraid of going back because I don't want the chances of bringing this back to my family because mm-hmm. my you know whether they have a family member who has diabetes or something like that. I get it. I think that some yeah yeah this this virus hasn't impacted certain people in areas as much. But I don't know about you guys, but I've I've lost people. To COVID. So mm-hmm. I take this very, very seriously. Um, and so I, I, for me, you know, I'm completely fine if they're like, Hey, you know, for this year, I don't want to go back. Like, let's start next year. I'm completely mm-hmm. okay with that. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, feel, I feel you on that, but being on the fact that I'm a human being as well, right? <laughs> I have Are to go sure? back to, uh, as far as I know. <laughs> Are you sure you're not an alien like Nas? <laughs> Y'all, with that dude, you definitely probably an alien. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I've been referred to as an Adonis every now and then, but hey, yeah, I don't know. As far <laughs> as I know, I'm human. So, so I still have to go to work. I don't have the luxury of being able to be tested every single time before I go back to work. They do have that luxury. I, I, I take COVID very serious as well. But in this case, these men can work because everybody could be tested. It does. If that's the case, if that's the case, I want to. None of them could ever leave the house. You can't so, leave your house if you're that I, afraid. You can never leave your home. But first, well, I mean, technically speaking, they're wealthy. They really don't have to leave their homes. But why the why the force? Is it from a consumer perspective because you miss basketball, or you just feel like, hey, you should be working just because I'm working? I mean, you see, I, I would have to know if if they're still getting paid. If if you're still getting paid, give me both or, scenarios. Or, All right, let's say, let's say let's say they're getting paid. If they're still getting paid and everything, mm-hmm. go ba- go back to work. Let let's be for real. Why aren't you working at that at that point? Well, how do you know that they're not working? Part of practicing and training is part of the work as well. I mean, you could say the same thing to me. I haven't had to leave this house. I'm and I mm-hmm. I got the option yeah. of working or doing um or practicing or developing my skill sets in a home safe setting. And I choose that. If people are given that option, then what's the problem with them choosing that option? Well, well, that's one aspect of the job, but that's not even the aspect of the job that makes the money. They have to play in front of people. I, I can understand if the, if you have empty stands, that's fine. But you, your teammates, the other team, the whole entire NBA staff that's in that building can all be tested that day. So you have zero percent so, risk. So you're saying from a consumer perspective, yo, you guys can play and should be playing. That's what your stance is pretty much. Like forget COVID. I, you, you guys should be playing. With, with everything, with all the precautions and everything that could be taken, 
I don't see a good reason as to why. I, I, I understand. And and, and 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 even if you say, even if you say the Black Lives Matter movement, oh, I don't want to draw attention away from that. This that, people are still watching TV. Okay, people are still watching TV. On top of that, I'm pretty sure not one NBA player took any tear gas. <laughs> okay, they're not. They're. Uh, uh, they were at jump. the protest. Don't say yeah. that. They were at the protest. Yeah, I know protest. plenty of them personally, and they've been at the protest. Yeah, there was there was a few. I know. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns the, yeah. was out there. WNBA yeah. players like there's, T. Clouds, Ariel Towers was out there. So okay, let's, okay. let's correct they're, that. Hold on, they're out. They're out every day. They can't. Yeah, work. they've been out often. Go to T. Clouds thing to the, the point where they can't work. Aaron? Brad, Bradley Beal has been out there. Aaron, they can't work. But what's but but what's the problem with them going out there? They're utilizing, no, no, no. they're utilizing their influence, which they get paid for. They're yeah. utilizing their platform, which other companies and other people make money off of them. So what, what's the problem with them going out and protesting now? I don't see any problem with them just saying, hey, let's start next year. What, but, why is it, but, so, but, why is it but, a problem but, but, for them to but, start later? E.E., here goes what I'm saying. They can do both. They can play and protest. They can do both. But they also have the right to say, no, we want to start next year. So I don't understand what the problem is. They worked hard to get to this point where they get these contracts. They, they, they worked hard they, to they, make they, millions of dollars that other people hold, are hold making on. millions of, out, off, of dollars off of them. Time out. Let's not say they have the right. They have the luxury. They yeah. have the luxury because other people can't do that. And I'm not saying I'm not. It's not. It's not a common man going at the the rich the the rich celebrities or whatever else. It's not that. It's your stance makes no sense because you can, you, you are safer than anybody else. Anybody else. You can literally get tested every single time before you go to work. Why aren't you working? Because you want to protest. You could do that too. Make time. Make time. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. But also with that luxury, you also don't understand the things that they have to do and they may not have time for that. I think that this is, well, this, is this is the common, this is the common problem where a lot of fans assume and they think they know the lives of these professional athletes, but mm. you guys don't, you really mm. don't. I'm sorry. Like I, I, and I say that because I have people close to me who are basketball players and you guys don't know half the shit they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it's not always good stuff. Like, so that's what I'm saying. There has, like, yes, we look to these wealthy people who are like, oh, you guys have the luxury duck. But, like, you also don't know the things that they've gone through. You don't know if, the, if they lost someone recently. You don't know the well, mental and emotional uh, 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 impact that they might have had. So for them to say that they don't want to play right now and maybe start at the end of the year or start next year, I don't see anything wrong with that. We well, can't, this is right now with COVID, we can't, you can't, there's certain people, yes, you, we have luxury. I have a luxury to work from home. I admit that. And I was given that option. And because I'm given that option, I'm taking it. But we as a, like, just generationally, there's a lot of people who are emotionally and mentally fucked up on so many levels that they may not even perform that well. So think about this too. If you're mentally and emotionally just really, really bad right now, Mm-hmm. And you perform horribly, mm-hmm. and you get let go. Now you don't have a job. Well, well, well. Let's there's, look at there's it like layers that. to this conversation that I think that we can't yeah. look at it as just black and white. But, well, but well, even look, that, hold on, hold on, time out, time out, time out. I want to respond, y'all, respond y'all, real quick. Let, let me I know. I just, just want to add in one point. You, y'all been rocking. I also just want to say I, I I agree with you doing both. I, but the caveat is the fact of 
not just so much the physical act of it, but the business behind it too, right? Like you're talking tours, you're talking um, having to then go on, you know, these stints with the team for X amount of time. Like that's a lot to kind of fit in all with practice and, and home work-life balance. So I, 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 get, I get the thinking behind it. I just don't know if it's truly I, possible. I understand you have a busy life as an NBA player, Maybe some of the other stuff gets cut out, like you uh, doing like promotional stuff or whatever else. Mm -hmm. But look, I know nurses that go to work long hours and still find time to protest. You can't tell me that you can't play basketball and protest. Uh, I mean, one, one. If, if nurses say... are out there doing it, if we want to talk about mental mind states, whose mind state is more fucked up? Oh, sorry about that. Believe it. An NBA player or a nurse? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, yo, point. yo, these guys, point. these guys are acting like rich babies. Get on the court, man. Get on the court. Bro. But all right, so uh, I, I, I can throw, no, I can, no, I can, don't I can, group all them into nah, that. You know what? But I could, I could throw you one better. I can throw you one better. I can also throw you that even that, even though nurses work long hours and you know and do double shifts and and, and so on and so forth. Oh, you better um, be careful. I, no, I'm not. I don't need to be careful. My, my whole family's in medical and healthcare. What I'm saying is, even dealing with my family members during death and, and losing relatives and stuff like that, there's a cutoff switch for them. Like it's almost like a, a detach. So it's almost like when they go into the office and deal with all of that cr uh, crazy stuff that they deal with the office being the hospital, the ER, the you know the surgery rooms, whatever their field of choices, they have. They're already kind of it's ingrained in them going through school to have a cutoff to kind of not have any emotions towards it because it's business at the end of the day, as harsh as that may sound it's it's business. I'm telling you when someone dies yeah. on the medical floor, they have a quick second and they get right back to the yo, next page. Yo, yo, even if we so, take it out so, the medical field, what about so the people, on. people over there that are bagging up your groceries? They're over here taking on the toilet paper rush for minimum wage, bro. You get to wipe your butt, go play some ball, bro. Go play some ball, stack those stack those racks that you're getting paid, and play ball, man. You can get nah. tested before you go to work. It's crazy to me. It, there's no argument. And, and, and the other thing is, yo, if I'm being honest, you know how much of a shit show it would look like and be, and the and media would eat it up if the NBA reopened their doors where one of the biggest cases came from that was the NBA. Do you know how crazy that looks? What, what it's do you the mean, same like COVID case? So for yeah, for example, the, the Rudy got it, and 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 it was it was all over the news, right? Like he was touching the microphones, yo, yo, and touching Ru doors, Ru and Rudy Rudy got it. Did all the most creative ways to spread it. Nobody died. That's great. But what I'm saying is, regardless, <laughs> regardless, from a company perspective, it was still looked at as, hey, you guys mishandled this. You guys didn't take this seriously. So for them to go and make such a careless mistake that happens because everyone made these mistakes during this time, I would be a little apprehensive too, saying, hey, oh yeah, let's go back and, 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 and play basketball. We already made it. I say the NBA made a mistake. Personally, the NBA was the first big company I saw closed down because of COVID. That's what let me know it was real. That was they wasn't the first. They were they were on the list. I, I think they all closed down. If you're, uh, working, if you're working for Fortune 500s, they're all operating the exact same way. All of them. I think Every Tom Fortune Hanks and the NBA closed down the same day. That's why I was like, oh, this is Yo, I just crazy. said that the other I just said that the other day though, is that um 
whatever happened to Tom Hanks and his wife, right? Like, you, you remember we had that conversation about, about, no, I know that, but like all those celebrities that got sick and then, you know, they had a lot going on. I was, just thought it was interesting, but I mean, that's neither here nor there, I guess. I don't know. That, that's crazy, man. The smartest yeah. thing that anyone can do is setting up precautionary measures, and it's not just measures now. That's why I said I don't believe they should start insulin right now. They need to do and have precautionary measures for every possible scenario before mm-hmm. they start. Because like I said, COVID cases are still going up. We haven't even got past phase one. We haven't got even past the first wave. Yeah. yeah. Like I- that's what Dr. Fauci said. He said, y'all talking about the second wave. We haven't even gone past the first wave. Mm-hmm. Like cases are rising up in different states now. In New York, we just are opening up for you to get a haircut. So yep. I don't think it's smart to be rushing back into things entirely. I think it's I, I, I that's why I, I I believe it's rushing. I don't think I it's do. rushing. Well, everybody else is being forced back into it. Yeah, people, but even, people, even, people people are literally getting letters like we're opening back up in three weeks. You it's your choice to come to work or not. If you don't come back, you forfeit your job. Yo, but even with it, even just because they're rushing back. Fortune 500 companies that does not make it right. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm, 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 I don't think people should be back in the office. I don't because people, again, people that are young and healthy should 100% be back in the office. No, why? Why are you saying that? Why? What makes you give? What says that? Statistically speaking, with all of the deaths and all of everything, why? You, you, okay, you, well, there's well, no well, way you can convince me well, that. Well, especially well, since, well, well, especially, hold on, especially since we way. haven't even, especially since we haven't even hit a curve. Especially since, again, there's supposed to be another round of this whole traumatic experience in the fourth quarter, well, and well, it's already had mutative properties. Well, well, like, well, you, hold on, hold on. You just now brought up statistics. Statistically speaking, I got this from the Joe Rogan podcast. The, the average age of death for this disease is higher than the average age of death. But the thing is, you know is they don't have to be? know what the lasting effects are. They don't have enough information to know. Even if you're yeah. not dying from it, you don't know what it can yeah. do to you later on. The Every single do- the all, all doctors and nurses, they're saying, we don't know enough about this. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. You can't sit I, I, here I think, and say I that. I think it's a rush. I think it's a rush. I think I think we should just chill rest of this year. The, the country is functioning fine, getting back to normal. I feel like we could have these little days where it's nice out and people could, you know, go out and still. The, the country is definitely not functioning fine. The unemployment is out is outrageous. No, but I mean, when in terms of functioning fine, meaning like in in terms of structure, like we have some sort of structure of. Uh, we have chaos. Know, so, 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 it, it, but, but <laughs> to them, it's structure, right? We have social distancing. Then we have there are certain towns that are still quarantined. Then you have, you know, the the um, the restaurant establishments that are set up now specifically for social distancing and or for COVID precautionary measures. Yeah. So I'm saying, in, in in the broader scope, there is a plan now. So, so, but can I ask you something based on what you just said? Being effective or not, I don't know. Now, now, let me ask you that. Based on what you just now said, you said the restaurants is opening up with social distancing and everything else. Mm-hmm. All these places are open. People could just walk in. Nobody's getting tested. You could literally look at society kind of functioning with no tests and then look at the NBA and be like, these guys who could be getting tested before they ever come into contact with one another and know with 100% certainty that nobody is sick and nobody will catch the disease they still shouldn't play. You're not 100% guaranteed that no one's going to catch the disease, even if they play in the in the league, because there are they outside get, forces that have nothing to do with the NBA that can... No, no, but there's no outside force. 
Yes, they there would, is. They, they go. Their their families. They have to go to gro- so If they have to go to grocery yeah, stores not, themselves, no, no, like you're no, not no, taking no. into account other stuff. No, no, no. E, there's a test that you could take. You can come in. You get your result back in like thirty minutes. I know, but what I'm telling you is, even if they're getting tested, it does not mean that they may not get it, and yeah. they can get it well, outside get it of the arena. After they leave, but think about it. Think about it. If so, you e, go- so what you're saying is they can never leave their house. No. Okay. First of all, that's not what I said. What I'm trying to point to you is that you're saying that they will be perfectly okay and not get the virus because they're going to be tested in the NBA. What you're not bringing up in your point is that they have to do other things in their lives. So to say that something is a hundred percent, it's not a hundred percent. What all I'm saying, I just said the groceries, they may have to take their kids certain places to doctor's appointments. If they have a sick family member who has COVID, who, you know, they may have to be the ones that drive. There's other things okay. in life that contribute to it. Now, now e, but, well, let's say they do all that during the day. Let's say they do all that during the day. They, then later on that night, they have a game. They come in, they get tested and it says you don't have the disease. But then also, but then you don't take into account that if they had to engage with a security guard when they Mm -hmm. came in, if they had to engage with their teammate before they got tested, Mm -hmm. you know, there's certain things that you can't control. All I'm saying, I'm not saying for them to never play, but I think it's okay for them to say that there needs to be a more extensive understanding of the precautionary measures that go behind them playing. And if that means taking a couple more months to do that, there's nothing wrong with that. Agree. Every agree bis- every industry is going to open up at different rates. For us to be like, well, I'm working, so you have to work. No, every industry is going to handle the precautionary measures differently, right? Yeah. Like broadcasting world, esports. We technically we haven't gone fully back to work. I'm broadcasting from home, so you're telling me that I need to just because you are. No, there needs to be. We all have to be very mindful of the precautionary measures for everything. Anyone. There are already assholes that are trying to go into supermarket because of their privilege and not wearing masks. They're stupid people that are still spreading this shit because they're inconsiderate of other people. So businesses, and if the NBA, if the players are saying, hey, we'll go back and play, but we don't want to start right now. We want to ensure that you guys are setting precautionary measures that will keep us and our families safe. I have nothing, there's nothing wrong with that because I say that to the companies I work with. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I'm not really mad at it. So, I mean, all right, well, we can move off of this. Um, e, do you want to get into uh, No Name and J. Cole's beef, their sizzling beef, heating up the, the trending charts? Oh, my gosh. There feels like there's something every single day, man. Right? Um, so, yes, uh, J. Cole had a new song called Snow on Bl- the Bluff. Uh, T-H-A, not T-H-E. It addresses the current protests against racism and police brutality across the world and alludes to J. J. Cole's own feelings of inadequacy surrounding activism. Uh, However, people got at him for verses within the song, also saying uh, that it was a a jab at the likes of uh, No Name. Um, And for someone like uh, J. Cole, people were very disappointed by the lines. But then also No Name responded as well. And it's just a whole, it's a lot. And I think also No Name recently, uh, maybe it was today, uh, it was like uh, the, her ego got the best of her for responding and she didn't have to respond. Um, and so, yeah, so it's been, it's been kind of like 
uh, rumblings within the world. Obviously, you know, people have been discussing other things like what's going on with the protests and the fact that like all these black men are found hanging. Uh, that's another thing that we need to discuss as well, yeah, um, oh which people are, are stating that these gentlemen have, have taken their lives. And mm-hmm. uh, there is definitely a bigger thing happening Listen, that people the- don't want to admit. Yeah, you're 100% right. The bigger thing is happening is that, yeah, sure, black people do kill themselves, just like any other minority or just like any other race, right? But black people are not hanging themselves ever. If anything, they're killing themselves with a gun or something else, or they're being killed by their just their sheer environment. No black man is ever going to hang himself from a tree. Now, if circumstances were different where he was in uh, the prison system, that'd be different, right? Because it's kind of like one of your only options to, to, if, if you're trying to go. But in this case, we know what this is. Like, I want, I'm just tired of playing these games with people where they're saying things like, oh, no, he hung himself. He was, he was a bad person. He was dealing with the person. No, he wasn't dealing with any of these things. This, this boy was assassinated. Let, like, let's just stop talking like it's not happening yeah. and start living in the fact that it's happening. And it's here yet yeah. again. <laughs> Yeah, and it goes back to, you know, suicide is is something that's becoming prevalent now. Uh, not prevalent, excuse me. Suicide has always been part of mental health discussions before, and they uh, have brought up that it's been increasing because of just various different factors recently. Uh, mm-hmm. However, I just thought it was like for, it's like he was found near the town hall. Why would he go and hang himself near the town hall? It sounds like someone wanted to put him on display as like at a the message ta- at, at the town hall. You, you, you're right. You're right. Yes. Like that's that does not was. sound right. That's like, what it was. That's what it was. And that's the, that's the other thing that's discussing the fact that they try to come up with this cockamame story and say, oh, he was trying to, uh, you know, make a semblance and, and, and right there. No, no. You guys were trying to make a semblance. Y'all hung that boy outside that courthouse for a reason, for a reason. It's to show multiple things that, hey, even though that there's a courthouse and there's supposed to be laws, we don't respect the laws. We don't care about the laws. We don't care about you. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that stuff for me is, is just crazy. Like, you can't come to me and tell me that that's what's happening. You're not going to tell me that this young kid just hung himself with, with no history of anything, with no nothing. No, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And they didn't even bother to investigate it. Well, listen. Like I said, for it to be done where it was done, <laughs> how it was done, like that's the other thing. How do you get up the tree? Like, if you did it, what, what do you, you use a ladder? Where's the ladder? What do you climb the tree? How do you climb? Like it, none of it makes sense. It's all just stupid stuff. And the, fact, and, and the fact that none of those, those variables are even being factored in at this point, it, it just shows you kind of where we're at from a judicial system in, in, in yeah. certain parts of this country. And then it also just shows you where we're at from a judicial perspective, from um, a social perspective. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting. It's it, just blows, disgusting. it blows my mind, too, that people just associate lynching with, like, the 60s or before, as if that's yeah, impossible man. for it to happen now. No, it's very possible for lynching yeah. to still go on. The KKK 100%. is still going on, so lynching is very possible. There's so many people who have been murdered or killed that, you just you don't hear in the news. Yeah. This stuff still happens, and I think that uh, it's just been it, it it's been a lot recently. And then on top of that, too, you know, going back to just revealings, right? Um, and I and, and kind of tying it back to this song in, in the sense of 
uh, the respect towards black women. Uh, there have been various stories and incidences that have been coming up on social media about company culture and the uh, the dealings, or not really dealings, but the lack of respect towards black women. And that is something that has been uh, fueling the people who were upset about J. Cole's verse and his song. Um, but I want to get your guys' perspective first on it. What did you guys think about the song? Um, did you feel like that, you know, that was uh, part of the message? Do you feel like it was misconstrued? Like, what are your guys' thoughts? Um, honestly speaking, I like the song because of like the song, the song structure, the records, even the flow, right? Even the verses. Um, I, if I was J. Cole, I, I don't know why he would do it now. Like I always look at J. Cole as being activist man, right? Yeah. Um, so to do it now and kind of put it, put it, put us against each other, you know, you already have too many different things, variables there, right? Yeah. Man versus woman. That's one battle. Then two minorities, that's another battle. And then y'all supposed to be fighting the same cause. Like that's the problem when it comes to trying to organize in certain ways. When, when, when it comes to this, where you have two prominent people that have a powerful voice rather than using their voices to, you know, again, redirect traffic and, and eyesight to where it's needed to be. They both chose to take this time to take jabs. And I get it because competitive, I, I get that. I just think it's just wrong time. Now, from a fan perspective, um, I love No Name's record. I thought she brought up some great points in her record in saying, hey, you know, all this stuff that's going on, you take this time to take a jab at me? Like, you wrote to me during this? And I felt on that. Like, I felt it. Like, why, why, would, you, why would you waste brain cells right now on attacking someone that is also fighting the exact same battle that you're fighting, just like the rest of the people? And for what? So now y'all both got to get back online and, and send your apologies and explain. Like, it just, it just looks stupid. It, and it, ju it just doesn't help. And I just wish people would understand that. Like, you're so much better if you work together versus doing what you're doing right now. And now y'all got to go online and just apologize and make up all these PR, you know, example, uh, I mean, PR schemes of how you're going to clean it up. Like, it just, it just looks messy, man. It just doesn't help the cause. Man, when I first heard J. Cole's record, I thought, um, I thought he was talking about Candace Owens. You know what I'm saying? And then when I heard that he was talking about a, a female uh, no-name, I was like, who's no-name? Then I heard her record. I was like, oh, this joint is fire. I went, I downloaded all her uh, albums, man. <laughs> he might he might have got us some sales. In, <laughs> he might have got us some sales? Do you think, yeah, you think man. we're getting okie-doke? He won her yeah. Yo, she's nice. No, no, no. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he did that. He definitely shined a light on her, and no I mean, name. she does have a positive message in her music. So, no name is super dope. Yeah. That's what's confusing to me about. I, I never yeah. even heard of her. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no name. Saba. She's with like Saba. No name. Uh, who else? It's a. There's like Chicago artists that they're usually all together. Um, yeah, but, the, but all but, fire. But, but but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, she's. I knew she was from Chicago, yo. I'm I'm very familiar with it. her music. Her music is literally like I'm saying. They they speak. It's almost like listening to me. It's almost like listening to a uh, a female J and, Cole. And, and hold different. hold and hold on. Let let's not. We we would be. Uh, I'm looking for a word that I cannot find right now. Remiss. Remiss. Did not mention the fact that she ripped his head off. In the first couple bars, yeah, ripped his head off. But but the, see, that's the, but that's the crazy. Those part first about bars it. were ether. 
Well, that's the crazy part about it is that her approach. And is, she did it nonchalantly. But that's that's what I was about to say. Yeah. The not the nonchalant approach where you just saying, oh, so you went and did this while we going to doing this. Uh, OK, cool. And you supporting like she was talking to him like he was little little brother. Yeah. What, do, what, what did she do that made him go off like that? Because I really thought he was talking about Candace Owens. I don't know well, the backstory on that. Let me bring up the, the yeah. I was gonna say, and, let me bring up the and, bars. Yeah, I just saw the bars. I don't know what I he. Mean, I, I what, know what, what you're saying. What, you're, what, you're saying what what made uh Cole what made him go uh, at her go after her. I, that but, I don't know. But what I did read um that we actually had in our you know our brief. Mm-hmm. He had said you know people think they know who I'm talking about. I still think a part of that was for Candace. Well, when I originally heard the record, I thought it was for Candace, but then everyone was always like, oh, everyone was saying, you know, oh, no, he's talking about No Name. And then I was like, all right, well, he's talking about No Name. Cool. Let me go listen to the record. And then when I tried to go find why he's talking about uh, No Name, I, could, I couldn't find it. So I just gave up. I didn't really care that much. I just had the music and just went from there. But I mean, either way, it makes no never mind. The point is, is that they shouldn't be beefing anyway. It's the wrong time anyway. Stupid. Makes no it's sense. the wrong battle anyway. <laughs> it's distracting. For some reason, I don't think it's about her, yo. Mm, I don't she, think it was she, about her. All right, but listen, you got to look at it from an artist's perspective, right? Knowing both of their brands. Well, me know, let me just say that. Me knowing both of their brands and knowing how they both function, you never see Cole really jump out the window. You never see No Name jump out the window like that. Yeah. You never see it. She's you, If you listen to her music, she's about peace. She's about, you know what I mean? Like... She's not that type of artist, but as you are aware now and as she demonstrated, she can get to the shits. So, I also think that it's, uh, sorry, I also think that um, I could see in the lyrics how it can come across as what he's saying is condescending. Um, And I think, uh, what's another word that pe- someone may use? Even like mansplaining, telling someone how to deal with their emotions and feelings and how to convey the message of what they want to convey. Um, so I think that like, I think with this, and I don't know, we know how, uh, like, we know how the music industry is too. Like, it, it may not even be a beef at all, but utilizing this moment as a way to highlight certain matters, because we've mm. seen that before as well. Mm. So I don't know. Um, but what I can say is like now is not the time to be doing these beefs. Like yeah, now is yeah. not the time for this at all. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I just think it's it's bad timing. And again, it's distracting for those three days, four days, however long this shit's been going on, those three or four days, we lost attention towards something that is much greater that still impacts the both of them. And I wish that those two geniuses would take that into consideration because the fight is not it shouldn't be there at this point yeah like that's if if we want if we want people of the opposite races to to respect us and and respect you know the awareness that we're trying to bring we also have to shine a light and have you know some sort of acknowledgement on our on ourselves as far as in these same moments where we're attacking ourselves and what is the greater purpose like what who wins at this point yeah. Who wins? Yeah. No one. No one wins. <laughs> Y'all heard uh, Beyonce's Black Parade? I didn't hear it yet. I didn't hear it yet. No, I didn't hear it yet. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've heard yeah, nothing yeah. but the, good things the lyrics about is it. On point. Yeah, I didn't hear it yet. I want to hear yeah. it. Now um, that that's a good example of you know 
making music that goes a little better with the cause. Uh, yeah, as opposed yeah. to people being uh, opposing forces. You know now, what? Be, oh, go. go, go, go. I was saying, you know what would be really cool? Not even like like a versus, but like not even a versus about going at each other, but like getting some of the best lyricists. And I don't know how they can structure this, but have it like almost like almost like a poetry session in a sense, uh, where they really speak on important matters. Like, could you imagine if like people like No Name, J Cole. Rhapsody, uh, you know, and, and several others who are known, like we're able a collab to do, album, right? Like not even a collab album, but doing like, like a collab a live world. session. Oh, that'd be um, crazy. Because I feel like people would really pay attention. Because like even like even with the last one with Alicia Keys and John Legend together, I thought that, that was such an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if like instead of having like the verses, obviously the verses are like who has better songs and stuff, but like the verses is turning into more of like coming together. And I feel like that's what we need. And so I wish that instead of J. Cole doing this and, and no name responding, all those, I wish that they just had like did something together and show that together this because everything is just so divisive right now. And like, especially for the black community, like the, anyone, there are certain people that use anything that we do to detract away from the important messages. So that's why it's so important that we really are very paying very much attention to everything that we we do because unfortunately people got time to to uh, discredit us and discredit, discredit our experience and, and, and uh, continuously um, basically show us that our lives don't matter. So we got to come together. I agree. I agree. Um, a fact. What else? Was this I, think, uh, I, think, I think a good example of, you know, using your platform, you know, to, to push forward the movement was Dave Chappelle, man. Yeah. He killed that, yeah. the 846. Yeah, 846, man. But he's, you know what? Dave is, like, I, now Dave just doesn't surprise me. And I mean that in a good way. Like, I'm never surprised. The only thing I will say, because I'll take that back. The only thing I will say is, um, I don't know if you guys, at least for me, that was the first time I've ever seen Dave Chappelle with his skit book writing down and referring back to it. Like normally, you know, when he does these these little soft venues where he, he tries to test out material, he still is like free freestyling it. Um, so I thought that that was important to note. I don't know why he would do that, as you saw him looking at his notebook. That's one, two. I, I don't think that was I don't think that was a notebook. I think I think he was uh, first off, he was in a church and I think that he was more so uh, offsetting Donald Trump going out with the with the Bible and standing in front of a church. I, I think it was- Oh, you don't uh, think that. You, you've looked that up. Yeah. You didn't come up with that yourself. No, listen, man, I'm very insightful. <laughs> so I, as I was watching, I was like, yo, he, very that's a Bible. Insightful. You know? He, uh, I, I do like the fact that he snuck in a response to Azalea Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that well, I appreciate I, that. <laughs> Everyone appreciates it. Because I was wondering, I was like, yo, I, I can't wait for his next special for him to say something about that. I think he's going to go further with it. I think that was only like a soft jab. Probably. Like, I, I don't see that. He also stopping. didn't deny it. Well, that was my thing too. Like, that's why I said he, he probably will have to go into it just because so many people picked up on that little soft jab and looked at it like, okay, uh, maybe there is some truth to what she's saying. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll address it because I'm sure he'll see that people looked at it like that. And then he'll say, okay, you guys, you're idiots. Like, I knew you guys were looking at it like this. And so because of that, this is what happened. 
So, yeah. it, you know, in, in typical Dave fashion, I'll, and I'll take it. <laughs> now, now, just out of curiosity, because I, I think last time you guys said a resounding Dave Chappelle's not the ghost of comedy. I'm sorry, the goat of comedy. How about said ghost? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No one said that. You try to okay. you, 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 okay. you just you just pick fights. You 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 no, literally no, no, just no, no, made no, that no. up. I was just no, curious. no, no, no. I was just you curious. literally just made that up. No, didn't you guys go with Eddie Murphy or something like that? Over no, over that Dave? that wasn't the argument. That wasn't the argument. It, the, is argument he the, arg, the argument was, yo, Eddie Murphy right now could get up, go do stand up, and kill. That was it. That was it. I know that was it. it is, is I, am, yo, I am an elephant, fam. I don't is forget it. Huh? Is David Goat? Dave is the gold. Nobody, okay, okay, like okay, nobody's okay. disputing that. Uh, no one's ever disputed that. I, I clearly made that up. You did. You yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Hunter. You I'm did. I'm out. Yeah, a little bit. I bet, I bet when I'm wrong. Little, ah! Tiny little bit. Tiny little bit. So. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, I, mean, I guess that's Funny, it though. for today. Oh yeah. Is there like anything else? Oh wait, can, can we? Do, should we send some love to um, uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, DL Hughley, DL Hughley? Um, who again? He he passed out uh, while performing, and then obviously he tested positive for COVID. So he passed out. Yeah. 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 So or collapsed tomato, but yeah. So just you know, obviously keep him in your prayers, and just anyone anyone else that's that's going through stuff and, and dealing with this craziness. So. Um, Jesus, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, as always, guys, be sure to subscribe. Please stay healthy, stay whole, stay safe. Um, hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. And I, again, am Brandon Killer VH Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm Wilson. And we out. Oh, wait, hold on. It's not pausing. One second. So we're not out? No, 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 not yet. It's not pausing. <laughs>